every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen, in the goddamn refrigerator. Welcome back to the Morning Dinner Podcast today. On today's episode, we have uh, Olan with us. Yes, sir. Uh, she's a she's a musician out here in Vegas. She does uh, some really dope. You, you you produce right? Produce yes. and sing. Yeah. Can you go ahead and just give people an intro of who you are and like yeah, your I journey? Apologize to well to the crew because I totally didn't write a bio. But um, <laughs> that's all good. No. Um. Well, yeah. I I I'm mostly a songwriter. That's my upbringing. But um, over the last like five or six years, I got into production, and the last two years, I've been DJing consistently. So it's lately I've just been trying to blend the the two of like electronic and and live mm-hmm. production and that's pretty much where i'm at right now is right, wait, so you, but you write all your own songs too? yeah 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 nice. um, my dj sets don't typically have us uh have original music i make edits for that but i don't play out my stuff because i'm still scared to do so mm. <laughs> yeah but yeah. so i just say like going back to what what did you start first like instruments singing yeah. or yeah i came from a from a classical background. Um, my mom had me writing, uh, not writing, what the hell? Um, she signed me up for like orchestra and piano lessons when mm-hmm. I was like eight. And um, Oh, wait, what instrument did you play? I played violin. Violin? Uh-huh. I played bass. Dude. Okay, I switched to that like my junior year of high school. Bass? I, yeah. The so big f- upright bass? Yeah, it's yeah. so fun. It's so much fun. My goodness. I found myself switching <laughs> my a lot. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. I like, I like those phrases. My goodness. Oh. G, G, G Willigers. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I I started with violin. I switched to cello in eighth grade, and um, then like like I said, I switched to bass um, my junior year, and that's also when I started uh, songwriting, like actually like playing guitar, singing, writing my own songs. I started a band and all that, and um, it's mostly because I I really thought I was going to be an athlete in high school. I was a runner, mm. and then I got I got pretty sick, and so my time dropped, and I was like, screw this, I'm just gonna. When you say your time drop, you mean like when you're like running? Yeah, I was running a 5K in 20 minutes at 15 years old. And then that sounds impressive. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) I was like, I'm going to run an 18 minute 5K by my senior year. And I was like set on that. And yeah, I I got super sick and the running was just contributing to it. So I just, I stopped. And damn, that's crazy. Yeah. So, but it's okay because I'm happier. Yeah, that's fine. Sitting on my ass and playing music. It led led to a career in music and you seem Mm -hmm. to be doing pretty good in that. It's been fun. Chuck, yeah. Chuck showed me one of your songs. Uh, the what's it, the one on iTunes? Oh, when no, you leave. SoundCloud. Yeah. yeah. No. With Clans. Yeah. With yeah. Clans is he's an LA LA yeah. homie. Yeah. That's such a dope track. Like yeah. I've listened to that track so many times. I was like, damn. I, I remember. Was, I remember when you released. It, I was like. Yeah, that was. It was yeah, that was my first like. Uh, that was my first release that I put out that I was really like, yo, like, I was really really proud of that. Like we we took a while and a lot of. Like it only sounds as like full as it does, really, because of clans. Like, I, like I was saying before, I'm I'm more of a songwriter producer, and I'll spend hours and hours on just doing that. But when it comes to the mixing, I can do it, but it's like yeah, it's a whole nother, it's a whole nother ballgame. You, you don't you don't yeah. consider yourself like a mixing engineer? Not at all. Okay. No, no, no. Um, and I usually end up either sending it to someone or like I go as far as I can, you know, on my own, and then I'm like. I send it for roasting yeah because it's i've learned that it's okay that it's not my strong suit yeah you know um yeah, for I, sure. like i said i put a lot of i put a lot of heart into the production side of it and yeah. it's i love learning about it i love learning about engineering but it's i don't see myself being like you know top notch at it for you know or I, I know i'll be fine in a few years yeah but it's not something that i'm like 
Well, it's kind of yeah, like something. It's kind of like something that me and Chuck talk about too. Uh, how do I sound? Do I sound good? Yeah, you sound great. Okay, I, I don't know why these <laughs> headphones make it sound bad. Yeah, <laughs> you're good. But yeah, me and Chuck always talk about how like it's not always like the best thing that you do everything for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you need to realize your strengths and weaknesses and kind of let people come in and and cover what you you know what I mean like kind of yeah. whatever whatever whoever helps complement you. Yeah, is what you know. So like for example, like if I'm a photographer, I love do, taking photos, but retouching is not really my strong suit. Or if I look, like shooting videos, but doing visual effects is not my thing, then it's always good to collaborate with other people and kind of like you know work with other people who can help elevate your project you know yeah <clears throat> and, I, and i think it really came out really nice in the end, at the end of the day because I, I love that song thank you yeah yeah um nico clans really took care of a lot of the mixing and then the mastering was done by this kid who actually was on this facebook forum it's called like studio sessions with josh lee but now it's called lick yeah um he goes by lick now and he's like on dead beats he's killing it but back like then he mixed it for me and mastered it and it was it's not, it came out really good. But um Isn't that crazy about Facebook groups? Like you can literally find yeah. anybody now. Yeah, like that Facebook group was actually pretty freaky cuz I I joined it 4 or 5 years ago and that was like the admins on it were like Rez and Gasly. But this mm. is like before they Damn, were that's crazy. This is before they were like ch- chugging. Like yeah. Rez was only producing for like a year. And so like it's it's yeah it's mostly just kids trying to figure their stuff out and so like um on facebook they'll post like templates and samples and you can get feedback and and it's really helpful especially for like kids that live in like ireland and shit where you have no sense of musical scene yeah and so you have no reference point you don't have anyone to challenge you Mm. and so like that's where the internet kind of comes in and never really thought of it that way yeah and, and there's literally I, a facebook for everything now. Yeah. yeah i wouldn't say it replaces at all it really doesn't but um but it's much better than just you know trying to figure things out on your own mm-hmm. so yeah um now that came out cool i think what going off of what you said um like coming from a, a live band background like it's typical to have an engineer like everyone else oh, is yeah. focusing on you know producing and then you yeah. hire an engineer to yeah. record you yeah and um with edm and hip-hop you have all these like kids like straight up kids just making radio hits on their laptop with a shitty pair of headphones and just like yeah, yeah and it's a banger and they and they do that and it's cool it's great but it's also created this sort of unrealistic expectation that you have to do everything yourself yeah and mm-hmm. like i said before that's that's not feasible for a lot of people and they shouldn't feel any shame if they can't achieve everything no by doubt. themselves yeah because so. that's how i kind of felt like for a while i was like man i gotta do everything learn everything yeah, because it is at your fingertips so it's very easy you're to still learn there bro stuff, i see you dabbling in everything that you yeah i do because <laughs> it's just fun it's i fun. just have fun yeah. it's not like i'm i'm serious about it like you know i, I produce music and all that and whatnot but i've heard a couple little, little oh, beats. yeah little, yeah little crappy beats no because <laughs> uh, you had that cool rainbow keyboard oh yeah yeah, yeah i've heard i've heard a couple bangers of yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like me messing around trying yeah. new things like because uh, one thing and we, we've talked about this not only in my photography and video like whatever pers- what is it like career yeah. i don't want to call it that but i've been trying to find my own style still because i just i get i get too influenced really fast because i'm like oh jersey club this shit's so tight oh yeah. uh you know um house or tech house it's like, really easy to get wrapped up in the feeling of excitement when you hear something mm-hmm. and then you try to translate it but the thing is and that's something i had to really learn this year too is the difference of like influence and what is actually coming from you because mm-hmm. the more you try to 
like the more I try to conceptualize and go after like, okay, cool. I'm going to make a tech house track today and I'm going to quit in an hour because it's not, I'm not allowing myself to be open to whatever possibility. Yeah, exactly. I, I love that you guys are talking about this right now because it kind of segues into what it's something that I want us to talk about uh, is I don't think that even if you feel like you're too influenced or you're too guided by something, I think you should still do it, man, regardless. Like, don't don't ever say, like, oh, I don't want to put this out because then I'll be known as that kind of person. And I don't even know if that's what I want to be doing for the rest of my life. Because there, there's this – have you guys ever heard of Rod Stewart? Yeah. Rod Stewart, the have I ever told mm-hmm. you that I love you? That guy, dude, he started as a, as a rock guy. Yeah, he did. And then he <laughs> moved – and then and then he followed the money, and then he moved to doing funk and disco music. And then just last week, I heard him on a track with ASAP Rocky. Do you have a trash can nearby? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying like like the thing is like this dude follows whatever is popular, man. Yeah. What do you think about that? Do you think that's a good or bad thing? To be truthfully honest, I think it's well, of course what you love to do and what you want to do. Yeah. For me, like it, why I say the things I say is because I was influenced by a lot of things that now I literally can't listen to anymore because I'm over it. So if I would have placed myself into that position a long time ago, yeah, and followed that route. Would I have been happy? And yeah, you can always change your name and change your things. But yeah, I think I want to follow suit to what I really love. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like everybody has like a core like sound that they really like to an extent. And then they can just branch off on their own music. Like there's like Wazos, Mr. Wazo or Sophie or Jimmy Edgar. I love, like, I've been you know on that Sophie lately. Like Sophie is just, she's, she's a he or she, an is alien. She, yeah, she, yeah. She, I actually just listened to one of her songs for this uh, band called... Uh, Let's eat grandma. Oh, snap. <laughs> and yeah, the music video is super sick, but I'm, I've noticed with Sophie, uh, it's not necessarily that the song itself or the rhythms are, are, aren't necessarily groundbreaking, but I hear the texture and samples mm-hmm. and like the choice of, of what's being used to achieve the song. It's like, okay, yeah, that's Sophie. Cause I can, I could like just the other day I was ripping a, a rhythm that I heard from like John Hopkins, mm-hmm. but I'm using like entirely different tones i'm using it's a different context got it and like that's i guess when people say like you learn how to steal it's it's that it's you you take something that you really admire and you use it in the context of what you're doing yeah yeah and there's exactly. a quote there's a quote that i that i, <laughs> I heard a long time ago mm-hmm. it said a uh, good artist copy great artist steal yeah not i mean how do you feel about that I, well there's I have mixed feelings about it because there, yeah, there's like, uh, like that one song where they just rip the Carlos Santana groove oh, at yeah, solo, yeah, and completely. I'm like, I'm like, did they clear this or what? Yeah. You know. But then, at the same time, like, because new disco is very, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's, questionable, it's been it's been you know done, I mean? it's been done, and I think at the same time though, like the stuff that ki- like kids are making now with new disco, like it couldn't be done back then. Like the certain, the certain like sound and texture and, and vibrance. Production quality. Yeah, yeah. You can't get that. Like uh, a good example, I guess, is like the Beatles and across the universe. Mm-hmm. And like you hear a Beatles track and you love it. Um, but like Bono's cover of Lucy in the Sky. And it's like, it's such, it, the production quality is in, insane. And it takes the song to a completely different place. Mm-hmm. And it's like, could the Beatles have ever done that with the gear that they had? Or could yeah. they do it now? Okay, so I see where you're coming from, yeah. and I do like I do like how you're saying that if you if you can if you can improve it to 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 that to like today's mm-hmm. standards of what of what of what can be produced, then it's then it then it makes sense. You put your spin on it. Because I, I I was listening to uh you, you ever heard of One Direction? 
they, <laughs> they, 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 they have this they had this one song called uh uh the best night ever and it starts off dun 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 and then you li- you listen to it you really listen to it and you're like wait a minute that's the exact same song from uh was it the who bob oh, o'reilly yeah. Damn. I, but but the thing is, they didn't add anything to it that to make it better. Like it's yeah. Really- I mean yeah. And like I said before, like there's I mean there's a there's a line. You yeah. know, I, it's it, I can't just say like screw that. You know, because yeah. there's been plenty of times where like right now I will I I listen to a lot of like Bonobo and and like Burial and Fortet and all mm-hmm. that. Like those are those are my guys that I listen to excessively. And so like I find myself trying. Uh, to mimic it in in a sense, like the Zach Gray remix that I put out today, it's like got yeah, a, a two that was already sounding really dope. Oh, I really want to hear it. Um, but yeah, it's like a total like two step garage vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, the samples I used not so much, but like I had that in mind, and it was because of what I've been listening to, whether I wanted to make it like that or not. It's just where my heart was, mm-hmm. and like I feel like that's how it is for a lot of people. It's like I'm not trying to sound like anyone specific, but yeah. you have your influences and whether you, tr- even if you try desperately to sound like exactly like you or even just oh. yourself, if you're like, Hey, I'm going to, what's Chuck sound like? It's like, Chuck sounds like everything that he's been in contact with for the last. Exactly. You're always, life. you're yeah. going to take anything mm-hmm. inspir- inspiration. Yeah. It, it's all like, your it's your location. It's who you hang out with. Like you'll hear a lot about artists traveling to some random, like remote area in Mexico or a place where they don't speak the language or a place where they're completely out of their comfort zone because they know that the change of scenery will change the sound. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's, it's, it's really all that. Like you can try to mimic people and some people do it. So I'd say over for you, like what, what are your inspirations? Like what, what has like made you mold (laughs) into the person you are now? Um, a lot of it is, I'm not going to lie. A lot of my, my songs come from, observations of things that I don't really like about myself and mm, like trying to trying to explore it uh without being too like self-loathing in a way yeah um and it helps me kind of explore these things and even like getting to play it out is like therapy because it's like you're facing it every single time and that's really yeah. cool you know but um a lot of it is observations of myself or how other people treat me which is like every artist um and then as far as like why I go for the sound that I do, and you'll notice with a lot of my songs that are coming out this year, even with the remix I put out today is I love not having drums and songs. Like I will spend no a percussion. No, I'll spend a whole like minute, 45 seconds, just doing a really long build of just texture and sound before I put in any other instruments. Wow, that's, that's dope. So you, you always do like synths and all that yeah, before you do. Yeah. I, I, I like I like slow building emotional like stuff and um a lot of that's from like Radiohead or like I said Bonobo or Burial where you're you're, cre- you're creating more sound spaces and and especially for the type of voice that I have it just feels right to go in that direction I like very like cerebral spiritual feelings oh, in the song yeah so I I try to achieve that I don't always succeed because sometimes I just want to make some fucking banger you know that's dope though because like, <laughs> like my like what i i'm mostly like it's funny because it's the one music i can't really make but i love very experimental like jazz or just like i, I guess it'd be jazz like mm-hmm. that free where it's just random there's just a uh, one of my favorite producers would be cam blaster have you heard of him 
Oh, you need Game to write Blaster? all the stuff that you recommend. Yeah. If I say I don't, I haven't heard of it. Just write it down. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I will say this about Chuck: if anything, this guy knows music. Like, oh, I bet he. Kinda. You know, he's put me onto so many artists that I, that I would never have found it had it not been for this guy. Right. So, like, yeah. So, I have a question for you. As a, because you DJ as well. Yeah. And um, do you like when you find new music and you'll find stuff that you like, but do you like? remember specifically like okay i like that artist do you hold on to it because i'll listen to stuff i like but i go through so many tracks that i kind of just like i'll forget about like where i (laughs) for me i guess like the one thing i'm i'm super picky with music that's why you know and it's no i know most people know what they want and know what they like but me i love i love hearing all different types of sounds in one night because I get bored super fast yeah. and it's funny like most of my family and friends that i hung around they're, they're the same exact like me like we we did not like one type of genre we we're like yo play everything so when i collect so much music but it if i play that song more than three times i'm over it yeah you know yeah there's classics there's mm-hmm. always going to be classics but a lot of the time even those i'm like nah i won't i won't play something that i've never heard that's why whenever i see a dj that just plays Usually the ones that are playing exclusives are my favorite because I'm just like, they, they got mm-hmm. shit. Like, there's this guy named Phantom, Phantom's Revenge. Um, I, I th- he's like a new disco guy, but he also does like a, he's, he's DJ DVD rip. Yeah. yeah, he's he, tight. He, yeah. Like, he's, he's dope. But um, he he did this one mix um, and it just had the most like exclusive tracks that I've never heard before because I couldn't find any of them. Yeah. I was like, damn, but this that's is what exciting. I like. Yeah. That's what's so cool about... Um, like labels and collectives is like yeah it's like a cool club and it's really just to create a sense of belonging for you and uh-huh. you want to rep it and it's cool but half the fun of that is just like you have access to a whole library of music that all of you are making and then like it'll be unreleased stuff or just it's exclusive to you so you'll get to play out all these tracks before anyone else gets to hear them and that's like that's interesting i never yeah. even thought about yeah it's really like cool yeah. it's really How really collective cool. can be like mm-hmm. a, a sense of belonging yeah like um sure. That's that's kind of what I guess Matt well, Matt Zo kind of explained that to me last time I was with him. He was like, "That's really all the point is." At least these days, before like labels were just kind of like, "All right, we're gonna put you on. You need us," mm-hmm. you know. But now that's there's so many cases that show you that's not the truth anymore. You don't need yeah, a, times you, have changed. Yeah, you don't need a label anymore to do anything. And yep. really now, I feel like you join a label because you respect the people that were already, already doing it. Like. I want to join Ninja Tune because I love the artists that are on it or like Brain Feeder. You see yeah. the work they put out and it resonates with you and you're like, I want to I want to be a part of that club because it's it's people that I respect and I want to be seen as like at that level, you know? And then, and then it, it, in a way it would also like, it, it would influence you and kind of like hype you up to make better stuff too. Yeah, like, and, and that's what I was saying before about like with the whole Mad Zoo thing, I, I, I don't expect to release anything on it, but it's, a it's a serious privilege of just being able to engage with the other artists send them stuff and like just hear what other people are doing because they're so good and so you just you're like shit i gotta i gotta step it up i always gotta keep improving because is is there one thing that you prefer to do over the other whether it's songwriting singing or producing or or is it like something like the perfect storm where you're able to do all three on the same um 
it's kind of like what Chuck was saying, where you, you get bored with one thing after a while. Because I'm sure, like, as someone with, with multiple hobbies, you, you can't do one thing for too long. Mm-mm. Chuck has AD, was it ADHD, is that ADHD. what it's called? Yeah. You can't stay on one thing uh, for long. I man. like doing like you, everything I which possibly is, can. It's not, a bad, it's not a bad quality to have, but... Um, Sorry, get into 3D modeling. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just fun. It's fun. <laughs> I like shit. Um, as, as far as the, the process goes... I will say it's a lot easier to produce a record if I've already written it as a song. Like if I ever, like have a guitar and vocal part, um, it's easier to arrange the song all around that because it's already in your head mm. in a way. But um, at the same time, like every morning, I usually start with just making beats, and I usually that's usually my route nowadays. And I'll spend a separate day doing like vocals and stuff, but. But well, what you do right now is is an everyday practice. You you make music. Yeah, just make you try to make day. music every day. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's not stuff that I I typically keep all the time. Like one of the one of the best things I did for myself this year was uh I'll I'll write out a loop, like an eight bar or sixteen bar loop, and um like each part will be in MIDI or like it'll be audio whatever. Like I'll have all these parts sectioned out and It'll be something that I like, but it's not something I want to continue working on. So I'll put it in a library on the side. And so it's like later on, I'm like, okay, I'm working on a track and I'm, I can't think of a baseline. I'm stuck, but I have all these baselines that I wrote. I have all this, these chord progressions that I wrote. Uh, and so I can just, it, yeah, it's like a, it's like a little kit. Yeah. It's like the splice, but it's shit that you did. So yeah. you can go back. You can always go back to that. Yeah, Cause I used to do that. Like I used to just do like four by or eight bar loops, yeah. you know, especially in the NFL cause it's so easy. <laughs> yeah. And I just make all these percussion things and just make a whole bunch of them. Yeah. And then, but I started getting lazy and I was like, I started hearing people's cool kits and I was like, damn, these are really good sounds. So I was like, that's the one thing I'm still learning. That's why I like it. I'm still learning the whole process and everything, mm-hmm. but I did want to ask something about like, how, how'd you run into Matt Zoe and all that? Oh man. Um, I sent him, I think he was just asking for vocals. I want to say I was still living with my dad in Europe at the time. This was in 2013 or 14. Oh, you were in Europe? Yeah, my dad works for the Fed, so I was I was with him. Oh, okay. Yeah, in cool. Belgium. But um, yeah, I, I sent Matt this like trash acapella. It was so bad. Trash. Yeah, it was so bad. <laughs> and then I just, he was like, okay, like your voice is cool, but like the sound quality is, isn't there. And it's funny because it's, still rips on me about this <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um but then a few years later actually when, when when you leave came out i sent it to him and uh he's like this is actually really good and turns out i live in vegas he's in la so i just came to hang out like he just invited me over and oh wow um one of the first songs on my ep coming out is with him and it's gonna be so dope i can't it was wait cool. it, was, it was fun because he's he's moved so quick like you you see what he does and you're like oh duh like you see the process and it makes sense but you don't think of it that quickly you're not like okay this is what i do next and it's just Mm -hmm. a constant flow and and that was pretty wild and like like i said it's it's not it's more of like a family friend type thing where like i don't expect to really release through them but it's it's someone that I can always go to with, with a serious question or with help or yeah, they dope. let me play shows, you know, they let me play mixed mag, which was cool. But uh-huh. so yeah. we'll go on two things. Yeah. So first thing is, um, you played space yacht. Yeah. I, the first one I did was in November with, uh, and that was that sound, right? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That one was that sound with, uh, it was Matt, 
a track and the M machine and damn and my friend yeah uh, the turntablist but he's yeah. also i guess a producer yeah and everything too but, um, and then oh, m machine that's too? chromio's brother yeah the m machine right? and yeah. my friend alex uh, barthol little brother right chromio's little brother yeah yeah. Uh, yeah yeah okay and um my friend alex barthol who um who had a release on the zoo and, and he's he's a sweetheart and really phenomenal producer what, what type of music he's it's very uh electronic? He, yeah and he likes making really ambient stuff but um, it's just very lush, I guess is the only way I can consider lush? it. Lush? What yeah, would that be? Because like, the first song I heard that he made, it was like, it was such a banger. It was like so heavy, but none of the sounds were aggressive. Oh. Where it's like, yo, this shit rides. And it was just, it just bumps, but it's not in your face. I'm about to listen to it. Yeah, I got it. Because I think I've, I've heard one of his tracks. It sounds so familiar. Alex is dope. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was the first one. And that was very intimidating. Cause that was my first time experiencing something like that. Um, but they made me a cool goodie bag. And then, um, the second one was, like I said, with, uh, with their, it was like a women's benefit at union nightclub. And that was, it was, it was a fun experience. I guess mm -hmm. it was just overwhelming because there were like five stages. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, damn, like, yeah. How big is union? Like ADC. It's huge. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> ADC. it's a huge venue. And so like, that was a bit like that uh, along with being around so many women that are just like, Killing it right Killing now. it, yeah. yeah. It was it was really crazy. So, so uh, Wait, who were all there, the DJ-wise? God, it was a long list. It was a lot of girls. Um, I guess some like highlights were like Whipped Cream, Kendall, uh, Anna Luna, Cruella, Ducky. Um, who's Res, Gina, right. yeah, uh, Gina, who used to be married to Layback Luke. Gina Joy. Yeah, she was yeah. there, um, I think. Yeah, but I'll look, I'll look back on the lineup and be like, wait, what? And I didn't see that? Yeah. yeah like, Kalina. That's dope, though. And then... You also played Mixmag? Yeah, that was last month. How was that? That was super fun. Um, that was actually really, really, it was weird because like, it. what helped is that because I was staying with Matt, um, I got to, like I was opening for him, so it's like, okay, I already know what he's gonna play. I already know the vibe, so we'll just, we take turns kind of just getting our practice in and like that mm -hmm. was a huge benefit so that like, because I already knew what to expect yeah. going in, and I had I got to practice. Because I don't have a DJ controller at home. Usually, I just show oh. up and play. Damn. What's a DJ can? You guys are gonna have to like put a, me just up like, to speed just on like all the things. DJ, like yeah, it's the, just the a controller. Controller mix on, yeah. Oh, okay, the yeah. turntable. Yeah, I don't have yeah. that. You don't home. have that? Mm -mm. Just take yeah. Chugs. He doesn't use it. Yeah, you can take my vinyls. They're all yours, <laughs> all. Um, yeah, that's crazy. I'm wondering why you're always like, well. Do you still get super nervous all the time? Because I do. I get nervous I, all the time. Not necessarily nervous. I get excited now. Before, oh, that's good. Yeah, before I used to be like, uh, but now I think I've I've just I've done it enough to where I'm like, even if I haven't played in a little while, it'll take a couple songs to get the groove. But once you're in, you're in, you know. But, I just uh, yeah, I get wait. tricked too many times by my own songs. I'm like. I don't even know this track yeah. and I, I'm like, you know what, I yeah. think I'll play it. I don't even know what happens and it does yeah. some weird shit and I'm like, oops. I'm going to sound like an old person. But what is a space yacht party? Space. Oh man. What? You say yacht or yacht? Yacht. Yeah, yacht. yacht. yeah, yeah. Like yeah, a boat. Yeah. Like, like little um, yachty. <laughs> uh, space yacht is this, uh, I want to say it's weekly. It's in LA. Every it's Tuesday. Every Tuesday and it's like, it's these, uh, it's these kids that throw a weekly party and it's like, a secret lineup mm. but then you go there and it's like like i said it's like a track and yeah or you know so uh, basically what they do is they don't release the lineup till like day before or day no they else. don't at all you show up and yeah it's, it's just like, like is that kind of like tuesday blend <laughs> no no okay 
because uh, Tuesday Blend, I think they they show all the artists. It's more of like okay. if if you knew like these random shows, they pop up and Chromio's there sometimes or what? Breakbots there. Yeah, Steve Aoki. It would just yeah. be like some like they some, get headliners. Yeah, for sure. they get they get they pull like oh, dang. and now they're starting to branch out. But um, you said it's a weekly thing. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Every Tuesday, and they bring pizza. Damn. It's like a low end theory, you know. It's super exclusive, super like. It's just a hype thing now, which mm-hmm. is good. Not, not, not bad hype, mm-hmm. but just like it's that exclusivity. And yeah. it's also that I, like Ham on Everything does that. Um, a few other parties been doing that. And I've always wanted to do something like that like out a here. secret lineup? It's is, just is that like a monthly Vegas. membership or do you got to oh, pay no, no, for no. It's, nah, it's like You just it's, go. Yeah, okay. I think it's free. And then like if you did an RSVP, it's like 10 bucks. But 10 bucks to see like Treasure <laughs> Fingers or something. Like, like what? Yeah, like, you're like, that's what? So yeah, that's the cheapest I'm ever going to pay to see like the whole like 4b crew or something like that like i'm happy like because i've seen them grow you know mm-hmm. from when they first started doing their little pizza they give out pizza too yeah that's so that, that part's you know, fun so we gotta go you know, we have to go <laughs> i'm here for the pizza hey, anything ten dollars for pizza no oh, yeah. rsvp bro that's free so you get a free pizza oh <gasps> you just have to fist fight everybody for it yeah. really because they can't they can't bring enough to fill the whole venue because it pops Wait, off every is time is it just pepperoni pizza or is it like all kinds i think they do cheese yeah, and probably cheese and pepperoni. Yeah. Okay, they don't put like meat lovers. No, nah. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not saying I'm complaining. This I'm not complaining. A specific one. <laughs> I, I got pineapples on that, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> so, um, going off of uh, your the other thing you said too, your debut EP. Yeah. Comes um, out when? Let's talk about that. Fall. Yeah, I, I'm. Sh- it's looking like October now. Um, I've been working on this since February of last year. Um, and it's an, it's kind of like, I'm annoyed by myself because I've already started on the second one <laughs> without like in this, the first one isn't like fully mixed yet, but it's, it's pretty, it's, I'm done recording. I just have to finish the, the process. I'm working on the artwork and all that. So it's just in its incubation. Infin- yeah. yeah. That's dope though. It's done. How many tracks on it? Uh, just four. Four. Yeah. That's the EP usually, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second, what does EP stand for? Sorry to cut you off. What, what is, no, I'm just kidding. Is it, it, I have no idea. It stands for <laughs> it stands for extended play. Why? What, but why? Why does it always have to be such short? Like yeah, if it's it extended play, how come I only got that, two that's songs? That's what on I never it. understood. <laughs> that's what I've never what, understood. Because there? there's EP, EP LP, LP long, long play, <laughs> which I think goes back to the vinyl play. days. Like, that it, long play energy. Long. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! And um, so Matt Zoe's on the first track. We could say that, right? Well, we already said. Yeah, that. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, Anybody else featured on there? Uh, I don't know if you guys know Scartoon, yeah, Anthony. Scartoon. Yeah, yeah. He's on me. Uh, yeah, he's he's one of my best friends. But yeah, we did a song together. Um, that was gonna be on the second one, but then we were like, nah, it fits really well with the with the first because the first is very. Uh, it's got synth elements in it, but it's very much a live record. And like cool. I, re- I recorded a lot of parts at 11th Street. There's mm-hmm. live drums on it, and like now my process for song making is I I build as much of the beat at home, and I'll come up with lyrics and everything, and then I take it to 11th Street and I'll record anything that I can't do at home. So like live drums and all that. I'm talking about so. 11th Street Records. Mm-hmm. I've never been there, but I've seen everybody take pictures there. It's, it's, a, fun, it's a fun spot. So yeah. they have a recording studio, right? Yeah, in the back. But they're also in uh, uh, like a, a, a vinyl store. store? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. It's yeah. a good spot. They're very, they're very nice people. That's yeah. good. I think I've seen uh, Cameron, Cameron Calloway there. Yeah. He, I think he played he a show there. there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people from the Vegas live sessions, basically, from what we know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. Tight. 
Wait, so we're, we're, I want to jump in on a question real yeah, quick. Yeah, my bad. When you when you write music, do you usually write it like in the studio, or do you find it's better when you're out somewhere? You know what I mean? Because uh, I, I I would imagine it's kind of like uh, you get, I don't know, like because I I used to write music too, and I, I always found it better like if I was like out at Mount Charleston or something, or if I was like yeah. at a coffee shop or something, because then you, you just hear different sounds. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and it's like what we were saying earlier about location having an effect on your creativity. Ah, uh, and sounds back full circle. Yeah, yeah. well, but you're yeah. Um, it kind of it varies. It varies all the time. Like, but I do find that I'm more productive when I have like other energy in the room. Mm-hmm. I'm not like like I. That's why I, I'll walk to Starbucks, and just the walk itself. Like you get to you know see things happen and that's yeah. nice and then you go you get to starbucks nobody's gonna bother you you just put in your headphones and i i find myself being able to finish ideas quicker yeah and then i'll go home and like mix and all that because like i said before my headphones aren't they're they're good but when I, if i want to mix some sub and like really get into the the depth of the song i'll i'll bring it back to my house and then after that i'll i'll send it to friends for a proper roasting uh-huh. is that what it's called roasting now or is no, I just I just call it that. Yeah, <laughs> I call it that because like, well, I could say criticism or feedback, but proper oh, roast. Yeah, okay. I kind of like that. I thought it meant roasting, as in like. No, no, they, no. I'm like, hey, yo, mixing the track. Burn oh this God. to the ground. Tell me what sucks about it, so that I can fix it. That's crazy. Yeah. That's dope, though. I've, I've actually, I'm gonna start doing that. <laughs> proper ro- proper roast. Roast me, please. Kim will roast the shit out of me. <laughs> he really will. I don't roast shit because I don't know. We say this every damn time, but creativity is subjective to an extent yeah. yeah i mean there is people who suck at what they do and they need to stop but <laughs> <laughs> dude it, it, but. it's crazy I, I don't know if i've said this before on the podcast but like whenever i put out a photo like let's say i put out a set of three photos my least favorite is the one that gets liked the most like i just put out a carousel the other day with three photos in one post and i was just gonna post two photos and i was like yeah let me just post this third one, right? I was like, no one's going to scroll to the third one. And, and then one of the comments is like, one of the comments is like, yo, that third one, you just elevated, bro. I'm like, damn it. Like, it's always I, the stuff like, I took that... it on my iPhone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and I think that kind of goes back to what we were saying about, like, no, it doesn't go back to anything we said. <laughs> I thought I thought we talked about this before, but yeah, I talked about, fart. yeah, I talked about this before with someone else today. That um, you you have to, you can't think too much about what you're doing, like even if it is like really complicated jazz, whatever the genre is, like you can only put so much thought into it before it's, um, it's it's overdone. Like it it's it, it sucks the fun out of it, and especially with like, I'm not gonna lie, with dance music, especially I have to work really quick. Because then you start You think, get tired You start thinking then you about make sins, another, man. You do another melody And you're like Oh I like that yeah, I'm about to go to the keep, next You'll track. keep reinventing the idea And then you don't get anywhere And so yeah. you, you have to And that's why Like one of my biggest advice For producers is Like especially After you get your MIDI Bounce it to audio Like immediately Because it forces you To keep moving or like, because then you're not changing the yeah, movie. or not, like ah, when you, you I always wondered about that because yeah. like I've always wanted to produce too, but I'm not gonna lie, like I, I I see like a small roadblock as far as like not knowing how to start that I just don't even no, do like, it. But like, so when you produce music, you create like you have a MIDI keyboard or a MIDI yeah, something, yeah, and then that draws out the notes on the yeah, on the and thing. I mean you can use your mouse, yeah. um, and you can draw it in, yeah, but but when you it's, you it's more it to fun. audio yeah yeah it's just i i usually play things in because i come from a musician background it's just easier for me to play it in because otherwise i don't have any i'm like this is boring 
Yeah. What, what 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 mainly uh, primarily do you use to produce music? Ableton. 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 Do you think Ableton? I <laughs> see. That's the thing, man. Is like I, I used to know people that 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 was like, oh no, it's Logic. Logic. All oh, Logic's day. dope. The, the thing is, the the best DAW is whatever the fuck works for you. Like <laughs> audio workstation. Yeah. Because you can make a heater on Garage. Garage Man. My brother. You can't do it on FL Studio music too. <laughs> Damn, you hate FL Studio. <laughs> I mean Sam Gallatry's from FL Studio There's a lot the of homie, really good producers The homie Cam Pretty sure there's a lot of producers the rappers Pretty sure there's album. a lot of producers on SoundClick That were oh, for making sure. bangers on, on FL Studio Bro there's this uh, free program That uh, uh I forgot who showed me I think it was Georgia But um She It's uh, called Georgia. Caustic And It was Dog like she was making the craziest Is it kind of like Gimp so for dope. Photoshop Yeah it was, it was It's a free program <laughs> it's a free But program. dude it has like a it's actually really good. Like, it's underestimated. Yeah. Like, for sure, for sure. Because she was making... But it just showed you, like, she was making killer tracks. Oh, dude. Google you know? Google has this audio interface that's free called Audio Tool. Ooh. And it works like a... But it works like analog gear where you have, like, a drum machine and you have to... And you click and drag cables into a mixer. Wait, you, it's on Google? Yeah, it's free. I'm about to do that it's at like work. A, it's a plug-in. <laughs> no, it's so much fun. I used to do it at work, too. But, like, then... All your effects are guitar pedals, and you have to plug in the pedals and back into the mixer. That's so and it's tight. Like, yeah. I've always wanted to get into that. What is that called? Like, the, um, like, like modular what? synthesis? Mod- yeah. Yeah. Like, like Jimmy that. Edgar and Sophie, I know they do that hardcore, uh, you know, it's- and Sci-Ho and Mike Gal. Like, I was just like, yeah. damn, I really want to do this shit. Are you saying yeah. modular synthesis? What, what's that? It's That's- like, a, I don't know if you've ever seen, like, Dead Mouse's studio, but his, like, walls are just, like, it's just walls of cables and... Oh, like patches? Like, yeah, patching, patching, yeah. yeah. Okay. And yeah, it, yeah. Like Roger Trotman did that. Yeah, he did a lot of that with, the, yeah. with his uh, talk box. You can kill. You can do some crazy stuff with that. Yeah. Like, like, like she said, Dead Mouse has like literally like entire wall full of it. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think that's this too much everywhere. for me. <laughs> like, because I'm just like, okay. But I mean, if you, if all you're doing, if all you're obligated to do is make music, and not even that, like you could spend. Dead Mouse spends half of his time on so many other ventures. But if you have the money and the time, like, oh for sure. I'll, yeah. Have you I'll, seen Chromio Studio? Yeah, all the synthesizers they synths, have. Yeah. Who probably knows now? Because that was like two thousand something, like seven, I think, or two thousand. No, they've they've had some updates. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I haven't bro. seen. It, I mean, it's still it's still dope. Yeah, and I think it's a lot of this. It's still the same. They have their go tos because especially with that style, you see a lot of people using like the Lindrum and yeah, you know, like the nine hundred nine kits and all that. Because the ball and all of them use that, and I know Oliver's studio. If that's even their studio, man, they. Dude, it looks a lot like Chromios. I Oliver. Oh. I feel favorite. like that but when, I, when I made When You Leave It was because I was trying Way too hard to be like Oliver They're so They're dope, so though. good They're really yeah. good I watch their live streams All day long I feel and like that That equipment spent, Costs a lot of money though mm-hmm. Oh for sure How would Like how would Like if I wanted to Start producing Like what do you think Would be the best resource For first sounds VSTs that's a, that, Yeah VSTs yeah. People And this is one thing Maybe I don't know Because I don't have a Amazing ear Thanks Olan A lot of the Oh yeah sorry A lot of the um, VSTs <laughs> Like I don't know. I feel like they do. They do a good do job a in job, emulation. Yeah. Like there's yeah, not a huge I think difference. the like personally, I use personally. I've really <laughs> that one out. Just um, pop that pee. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But um, yeah, I typically use uh like Serum, which is from yeah. I think that's from Dead Mouse's company or Steve Dutta. Same shit. But um, like I use that. People use like Silent. They're massive. Or but you just the synth, those synths are good and they're they're affordable. Um, and another thing with analog synths that is, um, it's kind of like a, it's pros and cons to both. It's affordability and 
accessibility, but with, with analog synths, you get the warmth and like yeah. character. Yeah. But at the same time, um, especially with like the Moog synthesizers, you have to tune them. You have to mm. tune each oscillator and they slip out of tune. Yeah. So if you're playing live with a, like with a mini Moog or something, you have to worry about it slipping out of tune really? while you're playing. I never knew. How does it slip out of tune exactly? That's like are the knobs I, just I couldn't, moving I couldn't from actually, the vibrations or is it like... I couldn't explain it to you, to be honest with you, but it... The I same just, way a piano goes out of tune, bro. Just, Maybe. It just I don't know. Just, <laughs> well, I mean, I piano makes sense to an extent because... It's still it's, strings. Yeah, it's, it's still strings. But if it's know? electronics, I mean, I would imagine it's almost the same thing. Electronics if it's untune in, themselves? I, don't, I honestly don't <laughs> know how to explain physical it. physical knobs on it, though. That's what I mean. Is you know it like I mean? the vibration like, slowly turning the knob? You know what I mean? Or could be. Something, could like, be wearing to Or is it like know. how I, But I've noticed with like a... Because there was one time at 11th Street where... um. Malcolm really let me be a kid in a candy store because they just had a they had like a Juno model. They had a bunch of like Moogs in there, and he was like, "Just go Damn, for it." That's so Damn, and that's how I go every time I go to Guitar Center. Yeah, <laughs> but and I remember using this. Uh, I want to say it was a Taurus. I don't remember, but it was like this really like it was a great synth for for basses, and I was like, "Oh, I can record with this." But we literally just said fuck it because we couldn't keep it in tune. And I was like, yeah. yeah, I'm not, I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> like, I'd rather just, I'll just build this in, you know, myself. But the idea, the concepts are the same as if yeah. you, you can honestly, a lot of my songs now are with Ableton's like stock plugins, like the, the analog and operator. It's like stuff that comes with the program. Yeah. How much does Ableton cost? Is that <laughs> The full suite's like 800. Yeah. Okay. But it's like, it's everything you need. I think more, I paid yeah. like 400 for Pro Tools. That's not bad. Yeah. Um, I don't think it has. I don't think it has any great tools inside. I think to, Pro Tools you can Pro do tools. some damage. Does it? Yeah. You can do some damage in it. Yeah. Yeah. The, with the dope. stock stuff though. At least the at least the processing never. like EQ and compressors and all that. Yeah. Oh no! Good. I've got the Abbey Roads. I've got the, I've got everything. Yeah. Yeah. Then got, you're, what then is you're it good. What is it called? What is it called? The. Uh, I don't know. You're the mix the, man. The what's it called? The bro. It's been years since I've mixed music, but it's a. That expensive, yeah, like that has the whole SSL collection for all the complete. E- oh, the yeah, wa- yeah. Oh, oh yeah. What's it Contact called? Contact or uh, Waves. 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 Yeah, I I have the whole Waves bundle, but like I use it very like sparingly just because it's, it's so easy to get lost and all it's, that stuff. It's and really get carried easy away. to overdo. Yes. Yeah, it's really easy to get carried away, and I think like I mean that's that's what I what like what I was saying before, where you the best DAW for you is what you already know. Yeah. And Yes, you should try new things, of course, but when it comes to like getting the idea out quickly as yeah. you can, which is important when you're first initially writing a song, um, stick to the stuff you know, stick to the EQs and compressors you know, stick to the synths you know, because then you're going, you already have the technique in your head. You already yeah. know what you want to hear in your head, and so you just execute. You don't have to sit there and figure out how to make a fucking square wave and you know modulate it and all that. You just do it because you already know how to do it rather than trying to stopping reading a manual like with production the best thing you can do for yourself is set it up to where you can just go yeah you know that's great that's dope that's, that's kind of like with this podcast yeah yeah <laughs> you just, have the best way to be successful is to have something to where it's like you don't put any roadblocks for yourself it's yeah. just like i just yesterday i was like i really should plug in my keyboard <laughs> i saw that <laughs> and i was like nah yeah i'm not in the mood because it, it it has like a it's like the actual MIDI yeah, yeah, thing yeah. to USB, and like it's a real flaky cable. They're hard to find, and I was just like, "Yo, not." Started using a keyboard. Yeah, I'm not in the mood, so I just yeah, just did that. And I have an APC, so any like automation or anything, I can just do on that. But that's kind of why I want a studio. 
to kind of have everything set up nice. Yeah, just I just my room's still too small for all that, but I just want to have all my MIDI ready. Just ready to just go. go. Yeah. Like even though that it will probably still mess up because that's just technology to a certain but point. But still, like you're more like you're more likely to want to sit down and work on something if, if everything's already, already set up for that's you. That's that's true. We get a house, bro. Yep. We get a house we'll together. House. Yeah. When we get another Big, a bigger house. Yeah, with AC. With the yeah. Sorry, I, feel, I feel that, dude. I'm I'm chilling. We're, we're doing this podcast out of our kitchen. No, you you have to keep in mind I'm from the south, so like I'm used to swamp ass. Oh hell yeah, yeah. swamp ass. Damn, our house is swamp ass, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting I'm getting. No, I'm saying I'm, I mean that by like my butt, yeah, my, my my swamp butt booty. is sweating. We we had a guy in here. <laughs> my tushy. We had, we my tushy is sweating. <laughs> Mario in here he had to stand up. He was like, "Man, my legs are cramping up." Yeah, he was like, I, he stood up. I had to change the camera angle and whatnot. Yeah, I was gonna ask, is there anything like you know when you're inspired but you're on the road or something and you don't? What What is the best way to keep like a beat or a rhythm? Do you have voice anything? memos? Got it. Your voice phone. Notes. Yeah, and the cool thing about the newer iPhones, I have a Droid because I don't like spending a lot of money on phones. Mm-hmm. But um, the best thing about the new iPhones is they come with GarageBand. Yeah, and like. I don't know if you guys know Hunter Gorman, super sick producer. I think he goes by HKG, but we just, I just call him Hunter. <laughs> but he, one time he came to Anthony's house and we were working on a track and he just records his voice into GarageBand and there's a sampler on there. And so he used that as an instrument and recorded it back into the mic. And it's like, dude, that's super sick. But that's so a lo- like a lot of my song ideas start as playing guitar and singing in the bathroom with my phone like in my lap and I'm sitting on the toilet like <laughs> scrunched up because the acoustics are nice. Yeah. But, but that's how it, it starts or I'll make like a beatbox yeah. into the phone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> damn, that sounded really good. <laughs> Boop. But have yeah. You, have you ever heard of uh, Steve, Steve Lacey? You know, from the internet? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. He produces on GarageBand <sighs> on his iPhone. Yeah, he records everything through his phone. I mean, Estes started with um, his yeah. GarageBand as well. Bonobo does that too. A lot of like, it's really popular now to do a uh, found sound where you're like, oh, I, let me just record with all this background noise and that adds the texture and character. It's like uh, since, yeah, we, my, since my, you can't get like the analog warmth, you just what is that called when you like at like that filter that everybody does like vaporwave and uh. Like chill wave and stuff. I can't think of the name right now. It's um what well, Mallgrab plays. His oh, type like of... like a like lo-fi. Lo-fi. I yeah. was like, what is the word? Yeah. Like lo-fi I've, house. I really like that. I don't know why. Um, maybe I'm just in the trends, but I was like, I don't know why it's so dope to me. No, it's 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 got character, like. It, it's it's really cool because, yeah, there's tools like Splice, that are sick as fuck. Where you yeah, have you have bananas. you have access to literally any sound, sound you can think of and it's honestly overwhelming to the point where like i try not to use it so much because it i have to limit myself otherwise i can't create and the cool thing about doing this whole found sound thing which is funny because splice comes out with packs found sound packs and it's like, yeah. right, like it's a wood clip but i'm like bro just record you tapping on the table and it's the same shit yeah you know but we should do that yeah and release a preset pack <laughs> yeah. Hold on, you should release your kit and everything. I do have one. I I took it down, but like six or seven months ago, I made an entire sample pack out of RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh yeah, Ooh. I remember you saying yeah. that. And Wait, what like, do you but... mean, like a like a sound kit? Yeah, so it was like it was drum samples and one shots and like phrases and stuff. How did you I... get drum samples from a TV show? You, you synthesize them. Like you can Ableton lets you um, like take any sound you want and you just. It's kind of like a filter situation where you just 
cut out a certain you, yeah frequ- you you frequency. you 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 manipulate it to the point where it sounds like anything Kick. and that's what i was saying before what? you can you can record any sound and turn it into whatever that's magic dude that's like awesome. this can be a snare like that can be your snare and if you know how to process then yeah it can sound thick thick as fuck have you seen the uh boiler room with like sam gelletry and all them and like they pick like like it's yeah. so, so what they do is they um everyone else has to contribute a sound yeah the, the yeah. people who follow it they cool. just send in random samples like anybody can send in a random sample and what those artists have to do is try to make a track and yeah. they're all like bangers like oh, every single really person on there has been a banger decentralized yeah. production <laughs> well i think they they, they they they're smart about it and they pick kids that already are so fluid with their cre- creativity they know how to just tune into that Sam Kelletry is like one of my favorites. I don't know why I like the kids so much. He's just he's good. <laughs> he's just really like, he's really good. Like I loved Oshi and all that. Like, but I don't know Sam Kelletry. What, what what is the girl on there? What's her name? Um, she's uh, she does grime music or what is, is she in called? Selection? Uh, no, she was one of the. Damn, I I, I don't even want to continue because it's just gonna. <laughs> Go off on a tangent. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be quieter because <laughs> I can't figure out <laughs> uh, what it is. <laughs> like I'm hella brain, but yeah, like that. That's what I've been trying to like. Finally, do is start doing more real sounds, mm-hmm. like record with my H4N and just have fun with it because it's just practicing. I'm not really gonna release a track, yeah. but I want to learn how to manipulate things like you were saying. So that's really dope. If, if anything, it teaches you how to like really learn, like really learn how to engineer. Yeah. Because you're like, okay, I got to make this knock just as hard as everything else. And somehow people do. And like, it just goes to show it's, it's really not about like your equipment. It's really more about the time you're willing to put in and, and being patient with that, that process. Yeah. Which is something that I often find myself struggling with. Yeah. Yeah. That's that next level, man. There's this producer on YouTube. I forget his name, but, uh, I might actually might've been Mike Colombo, uh, Mike Colombo on YouTube. He's a producer and he's like, he did a whole series where he just did it with like house held appliances, like he made an entire song with like things in his kitchen or something like that. I think that's and he just super took the sounds. There's a kid named Andrew Huang on YouTube. Yeah, like, Andrew Huang. That is kid's. Amazing. I love watching him because he he talks a lot about workflow as well, which I really appreciate. I wish more people would just talk about workflow instead of like how to sound like blank. It's like yeah. just teach me how to get the ideas out of my head. And Andrew Huang's really good at that, especially for like the found sound stuff. He <laughs> can make a song crazy. out of anything. Yeah. When he did like the pizza box, I was like, whoa. Aldef Digital does that too now. They do the crate and they have a whole bunch of random things in the crate and they're like, make a track out of this. Make a track, fool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's dope. That's, that's a good tight. idea. Uh, have you, Aldef Digital? I've never heard of no? that, bro. No. Yeah, you you got to put me on, it. man. Um, I'm asleep. And I, I, I want to go back on this one. Uh, for, uh, is, is, that, is that Gray remix? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, so I, I just influence and everything, like how, how'd that come yeah, about? Um, so the, the song itself, Zach put out in February, I want to say. Um, and Zach, Zach's one of my favorite producers in the city just because he, the quality is there. Like every mm-hmm. time the dude delivers and just in quality of sound, it's one of the best acapellas I've heard. He knows how to like layer harmonies really, really well. And it sounds just super clean. So I had, I had a blast, but I, I ran into him at a coffee shop and I was like just going through it. And I was like, dude, your song like is helping me process my Damn. thoughts like, we're actually gonna have zach on here you should yeah. you should yeah we, he's got he has a single coming out next month yeah he just finished a track with blake earlier this week yeah and he yesterday. wants to he wants he wants to do a podcast episode like the week before or something. yeah which is smart who's yeah. blake james blake uh oh, man. uh blake weisner he's oh, okay. also sick as hell like 
But um, yeah, he and I, I kind of had to bug him a bit because Zach Zach works on a lot of stuff. Yeah. At at once, he's like me, where I'm like just taking on more than I can chew, and it gets done, but it takes time. Yeah. But um, yeah, I kept I kept bugging him for stems, and then uh, and well, then what's a stem? It's just uh, where like each individual track, like vocals, guitar. Oh, okay. Or, yeah. Um, I know that. I'm just I'm saying for the listeners. Oh, yeah, I was like, wait, what? Like, yeah. I was like, no, sorry that? about that. Sorry, <laughs> no, I'm using my saying. No, it's really easy. It's really easy when you're talking to kind of like like not notice that what you're saying may be complicated to yeah. somebody listening. <laughs> yeah, so I was like to like kind of break it down. Yeah, Thank you, like, um, like what is holy ship or what was a space space yeah, space, yeah. Space, yeah. Holy, holy ship is dope too. Yeah, not anymore since uh. All right, whoa, we might get sponsored by them, bro. Chill. Holy ship. I don't know. Maybe That's one Live day. Nation, Might I have guess. a podcast on there one day. I don't know. Life no, I'd rather, um, I'd rather go with the uh, Amph. All oh my, my friends. But, um, but yeah. Uh, and the actual remix that I made, I I did it in like two days. And uh, I just sent it to him and I didn't really think much about it. I was like, thanks for just letting me. Because I just wanted to play around with the vocal. And he ended up wanting to release it. And I was like, oh, okay. Now I actually have to mix it. And... um. It's funny because like last night I kept bugging him like, yo, like, please give me feedback on this. And we almost didn't release it today. And I was like, like stressing about it. And he was like, I sent him a new version. He's like, you overthought this way too much. And I liked the first one you did that you didn't take any time on. You were just in the moment and you just yep. mixed it yeah. way more than when you took three days on it because you were being anal and like overdoing everything. Overthinking. That's... Waves plugins, man. Damn. Do Damn you waves. Damn you waves. But <laughs> Yeah, and we ended up using that, and he was kind enough to master it for me, and so and now it's out on SoundCloud right now, and it's free for download. So I heard that one song by Zach that uh, he put on on YouTube, or I think that some YouTube channel took. He just hit a million plays on. Hit a song. million plays. Oh, I, hey, yeah. congrats, Zach. Congrats, That's Zach. Dope. I was with him when it happened too, and it was it's funny because I was I was picking on him earlier because uh, he was like he he's getting a lot of traction lately. Like he's really getting hella plays on his stuff and he's so excited. So he'll post about it. And I'm like, bruh, just let me know when you hit a million. And he, <laughs> he hit was a like, million. Yeah. And he hit, and he hit a million and, he and, and he was like, should I post about it? And I was like, a hundred percent. Always, always. 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 That's something worth celebrating. People think that, that, that celebrating your wins is like, uh, Oh, you're egotistical. Oh, you're like, no, no bro. And I've been guilty of that Be plenty of times, but, but yeah, it's, you have to. Mm -hmm. You cannot live your life based on what other people think, man. You know what I mean? Like, like if if I wanna if I wanna post something that I'm I'm proud I'm proud about, dude. Doesn't matter how what you think about it. You know, if I'm happy with it. Because you might inspire somebody you don't know. Like that might inspire somebody. Like, damn, he hit a million. I want to try that too. Yeah. Because so. and Zach's been in the game for a minute. Like he's he's been on like worked his ass off the whole time and just like had to deal with shortcomings. Because that's that's a lot of. The hard part about this whole career is like you you spend all of your time getting really good at your craft and there's always people that are going to tell you no for any reason. Yeah. And like yeah, it's it's really cool seeing like how hard he's worked and that it's 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 coming along for him to now he can be Things are coming to fruition. Yeah, he, he can he can put together a song and make sure it gets heard. Like he doesn't have to worry about that. See, that's tight. And that's dope. Yeah, that's cool. That's that's not something a lot of people can say. And so yeah, and I wanted I wanted to ask about like who you're releasing your EP through. Is it just you or? I'm thinking about that. I want I want to do that. I'm thinking I'm gonna do self releasing for right now, just uh -huh. because it's, it's my first EP. And I mean, I might have played really cool shows, but I'm I'm still not shit. Like I still haven't like 
I haven't proven myself as far as a as a songwriter and producer because even though I've written tons of songs, I've never released a full body of work before. I was gonna say because I looked you up on iTunes and I you just have that one song. Yeah, right? there's nothing, and it's like I've written 14 song albums that are just sitting on my friend's computer Damn. and they're never. I'd gonna love see. to hear. It's trash. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I say, I say, put it out. That's what I say. It's it's One a day. it's a rock album. You don't want to hear that. Oh. But, but you know what I mean. Like you. How do you know? How do you know? It's because not I was change seventeen when I wrote it. And how do you know it's not gonna change my life? <laughs> I don't know. Changes life, Olaf. Have you? Have you? No, I, I, dude. And we we said it before with like Gary Vaynerchuk. Switching Bain the beer now. T- talking about what's up? I'm gonna switch to the beer now. I'm gonna switch to the beer. Yeah, oh, go for I it. I haven't yeah. tasted it yet. Go for it. You might want to get the other one. That one's probably warm already. It's warm, huh? Been chilling yeah, in the you're, fridge you're getting minute. all the flavors right now. That's like you can switch it out. Can I? We're not gonna drink it. Yeah, yeah go yeah. for it. I was just gonna say <laughs> it's oh, kind of like is sponsored by uh, Old English. Yeah, Old oh. English. Oh, I'm down. I'll take it. <laughs> I was gonna say it's kind of like Gary Vaynerchuk says, man. Where it's like you cannot be afraid to put something out because what you know, like kind of with uh with what, what what when it was when he had Super Duper Kyle on there and he put that one song that that girlfriend song or whatever. He mm-hmm. almost didn't put that song out. He was like, "No, nah, that's not good enough." And that ended up being the song that took him to the top. Yeah, real talk. Because you know he was a mean? nobody. Like he was always killing it, but that song really did. Like I hear it all the time. I'm like, so I don't think we should, you should ever kind of like, I don't know, limit yourself to not putting something out. Yeah, this that's what this podcast is about. It's about yeah. conversation. Like, so yeah, sit back, drink, a, drink a beer. Because we did have drink a talk about liquor. that. You know what I mean? Like just like release the stuff and get critiques on it you know for sure for sure because i that that's one thing and it's funny i say all this and i'm listening i don't do that no me neither i need to start doing that yeah and And like working with zach this morning because he he just came over picked me up and we were like we just kind of touched up the song and dropped it and like watching him work and mastering like it took him like just you know a few minutes and I, of course, that also has to do with the mix down. Like if the mix down's good, you don't have to spend a lot of yeah. time. But yeah. but just watching him do that and then let it go, and I was like, because of the more if you just release more music, that's more chances for you to get found. A hundred percent. And so like yeah, just it's okay. Just re- just be shitty for a little while. Just release some crappy songs and because you're gonna learn off that and yeah. you can get critique. Like I got I remember back in the day. And you'll never know what people like, like you said. Like mm-hmm. when I released tracks, I was like, I hit up like artists I looked up to. That was my God. Fly Our on house the, is on the table. Infested. Yeah, we just got too much with this house. But um, <laughs> like uh, Funk and Matt, when Funk and Matt was doing like weird shit, like I hit him up, and he personally like he's like I never really uh, what is it uh, message people back on SoundCloud, but he's like, I kind of like it where you went with this track. You know what I mean? He's like, you should do this, this, and this. And I was like, oh, that was dope. I like. That really like made me happy and it was just because i said fuck it i'm gonna release it this yeah. is five years ago six years but ago, still you know? like you you really never know and like in the end you it's still a reflection of you like you made this if you actually were able to finish the song uh-huh. that speaks volumes if yeah, you're able to finish sure. the idea and so like you should honor that like i was able to finish this idea because like it is a part of me it's a reflection of my life and and whether or not it's something that you like yeah, you can be critical of it, and that's fine. But to, yeah, and to hold it back, it's something that I've had to force myself not to do because it's not doing anybody justice. Like, mm-hmm. you have this art. Like, go ahead and share. And it. people are probably gonna love it. Yeah, like, somebody, somebody's got to hear it. Like, even if it's just like if it's not the, don't worry too much about sound quality because like people that that support you will stick by you even while it's, you know, it's it's still in its learning phases, and that's like 
Or just call it lo-fi. Just call it lo-fi. I'm lo-fi. It's, it's the style I'm going it's for. It's my style. It's my aesthetic. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Is I've seen, I've seen this this graphic poster that, that showed like a... Like it showed like you using like a ten thousand dollar microphone into a fifty thousand dollar console. Still can't uh, with shit. And no, 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 I'm saying but like, <laughs> bro. So the Damn. graphic, the graphic was like you spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on on all this gear to make the perfect sound for somebody to listen to it out of twelve dollar headphones. Yeah, that's yeah. And that's the truth. <laughs> I was joking with Zach earlier that uh, half the time most people are gonna hear your shit in a Honda Civic. Yeah. You know. Like, statistically speaking, <laughs> statistically, it's gonna be a Honda Civic or a, Honda. Or a Toyota. Corolla. Yeah. yeah, like people That's are gonna hear funny. it with the, with the bass boosted, you know. Yeah, and they're, they're, gonna, they're gonna mix it their, mm-hmm. to their liking. Yeah, they're gonna throw that treble up and they're gonna throw that bass up, <laughs> and yeah, it's but, gonna sound good to them. You know yeah. what I mean? Or they like they'll rip it off SoundCloud or like it's just shitty MP3s and there's a layer of static in there now. Yeah, <laughs> there was a really funny meme I saw the other day where it was like it was like photos of a girl like applying makeup and it was like each process of the mixing and mastering and then it was just like just some like really ugly person it was like the 128 bit like yeah, SoundCloud yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo remember that video i sent you last night bro which one the one with the girl doing the makeup oh yeah that's that crazy. was that was a trip it was just a, it was just like like she looked completely Here. different like she yeah that shit i'm actually gonna out. i'm actually gonna show you scared me it, i took two screenshots because i i was i said like, i sent wait, you the video but i was wait. like that's how I feel about drag queens. I'm like, how? Yeah. Because it's not even like making yourself look like a woman anymore. The trend now is like, I'm a artist. I'm gonna make myself look like. Some of those people look so dope to me. Yeah, like, like there's one. There's that? one called Kimchi, and she does like everything is a conceptual story. Like even just the makeup. I'm like, yo, you are look you, like an. Are ice you ready for this? Yeah. All right. So here's the before. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> here's the before. Yeah. After. I'm annoyed. I'm Isn't upset. that right? crazy? <laughs> right. What? There's, it, the reason I found this video is because the makeup artist posted it. She's like, oh, I'm all about beating that face, but this is just a trap, right? <laughs> like, this is just, like, crazy. That's it's not even the same person. I think, like, she straight, like, tapes her cheeks so because she has around her head, and it goes like this. I was like, whoa. That's nuts. Yeah. That's just too much, y'all. It reminds I mean, me of Korea. I, my dad was in Korea for a bit, and um, I realized they had soaps that like, turn your skin paler. Yeah. yeah. That freaked me out. Hey, but it's a skill, bro. Think about it. If you're a fugitive running away from the law, if you're a fugitive, she's she. No one's catching her, bro. She said (laughs) she gonna she gonna chill. She's gonna go like to (laughs) Fremont and she's gonna have a couple beers. Hopefully, it don't rain out though. (laughs) Yeah, melts all that shit off. Yeah. Um. Anything else? What is your last words? Kim has a really good last ending. Well, usually, like, kind of one of the one of the things that we ask every guest is, uh, do you have any? words of wisdom for people who are out there listening and kind of want to start a music career um maybe are too shy to to you know because they because they kind of compare themselves to other people yeah like, what words of advice do you have for people who are kind of insecure and kind of you know yeah um like i was saying before don't put too much thought into your gear or quality of sound you just get the idea out and don't worry about money if there's one thing i learned this year it's the more effort that I put into my work and trying to just be the best I can and just be grateful, the more people are willing to help you with the resources that they have. Um, and, and just do that. Like just work on yourself, focus on yourself. Don't worry about what anyone else is doing. I know that's like really cliche, but it's the less you worry about that, the less, uh, pressure you're going to put on yourself and you can finish ideas because that's all that really matters. Like loops don't count. You have to finish the song and put it out and, you can't spend time thinking about what everyone else is going to think if you want to put that song out. And so just don't worry about money or gear or whatever. Just 
even if it's just your guitar sitting on the toilet with a voice memo, do that. And that's that's what my SoundCloud was for a long time. So like just just keep at it and eventually people are going to pick up. They're going to appreciate what you're doing and they'll offer their help. Like Paul even drove me to the interview today. Thanks, Paul. There you go. Thanks, Someone, Paul, man. Cause I don't appreciate it. I don't know why when, when you when you said sitting on the toilet, I started be- <laughs> <laughs> sitting on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> sitting on the toilet <laughs> and the, what are your words of wisdom sit on the toilet <laughs> nah, that's, pop that's, that's real. and if anything <laughs> and if anything hit up at, uh, at Olan Sound yeah, Olan to, for, Sound. for some critique because I'm pretty sure she, you reach yeah. back and kind of say what's up right yeah um, I love talking about workflow and like just the process of producing it's, it's my favorite thing to do so yeah hit me up and we can geek out together but before anything you said no loops what do you think about new disco <laughs> Bro. What? <laughs> oh, like French house, like that, that filter house, which is like, yeah. yeah, it's just a loop the whole time. But it's there's that still part. variation. I love, it's, I love it. I no, love I'm saying new disco to death. No, I'm saying like literally, if you only have eight yeah, yeah. bars, <laughs> and that's all, long. yeah, where you're in fruity loops and you make a 16 bar loop and that's it, and then you quit, and it's like n- those ideas don't count. Yeah, I'm talking about sure. fully Built realized compositions, and a way to do that is by working on a composition. Don't work in loops. Try to got work it, in it as a full it, song. So. You gotta yeah. do is you gotta go in there. You gotta go into your DAW. You gotta yeah. Ooh, sprinkle bam. that sauce. Sprinkle that sauce. Yeah. Jesus. Dude, I don't know why. When you asked her that last question, you said something and then you stepped away. You stepped hey, away from oh, the microphone. Okay. I you- pictured chocolate rain. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I completely forgot. <laughs> he said. He said. So real quick. <laughs> 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 how to take a deep ass breath right? oh, yeah so what do you think about new disco i'm like that's not what i mean of course like i love stuff like that like yeah like yes. like french house and that's fine i'm saying unfinished yeah, ideas don't sure. count that's me yeah Fuck. sorry chuck God stop it. it yeah bro you, get on there man he's Just, got he's got 663 drafts i will say can i throw something at you yeah um what i'll typically do and i might get shit for this but i'll write two or three different loops with the same shit like the same sounds but i'll write a, B, and C parts. And that way you have your buildup, you have your drop, you have whatever. And that's your whole song. And you can copy and paste it. And then from there, you like have three minutes and then you go back Sprinkle in. Sprinkle little things and, in. Yeah, you add the ear candy. Cool. But that way you're working on an entire composition and you can think with the bigger picture. Damn, rather that's than, genius. Rather than just like, oh, let me work on this one fucking loop and not go anywhere. Damn, thank you. Yeah, that's exactly. actually, I'm going to do that tonight if try I get it, some time before it's, I go to comment. It's literally the only thing that's helped me finish ideas because otherwise you get stuck in like this that sound part. yeah so just write write a few different parts with the same sounds and then you pick which sections are you know in the yeah. order genius and, yeah I like it. i did not come up with that so see i love work i love learning other people's workflows like mm-hmm. I, I, cop- too, yeah. I copy his when i'm editing like it it's it increased my workflow so much like the delete key and all, all that. the shortcuts the simple shortcuts like help me out so much and that's that's why i kind of wish i had a little bit more mentors around my life but i have people like it, you guys and now, a lot you know? of it like a lot of it's just yeah with your peers like i got good at longboarding because i hung out with people that knew how to do it already mm-hmm. and yeah like, that's that's really just a matter of what it is just hang out with people that are already doing what you want to be doing hang out with like-minded people yeah good people that keep you motivated because yep. otherwise say, you'll, you'll I, feel stagnant i say hang out with people who, are, who you feel are better than you because mm-hmm. in that way you have only no up choice to, but know, to improve. Yeah, no choice but to improve. Or you fall into a pit of self <laughs> <laughs> self loathing or you start depression. Com- you start comparing yourself and like, oh I'm not good enough, but guess I'm going back well, to work. Hopefully that's not the case, <laughs> but you should surround yourself with people that will keep you motivated because otherwise especially if 
you're trying really hard to get somewhere and it's really hard if no one understands. It's so hard if no one else can get it and appreciate it. Like you have to be around people that are grinding just as hard mm-hmm. and it keeps oh, you on your toes. Damn, we almost wrapped up this podcast and not even asked the one question I really had in my mind. Uh-oh. Is creative blocks. Do you get them and how do you deal with them? Honey, yes. <laughs> Every day is an identity crisis for yeah. me. Yeah. 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 So yeah. No, okay, cuz that's one of the things that I kind of face a lot too. Yeah. And I, I can't be the I was and like I can't be the only one. The yeah. the it goes back to what I was saying about just not holding too much attachment to any idea. If you're constantly making and creating, it's harder to get really butt hurt about one specific idea. You know what one I mean? One specific idea? Yeah, so like and another thing is try try as to finish an idea in a day like just try it out yeah and the more you do it the more you try to work quickly and just get it from your brain to the computer you get better and better at it every day and that's a lifelong process but like that way when you do hit that inspiration when you're on the bus or whatever you're like okay you you kind of get it down but then when you hit the computer you can just go the whole point of like learning technique is so that you can move quickly as possible and and that's really all it is. Creative blocks. If anything, if it's really that bad, go Take hang out. Go hang out with your friends. Go do something. Wash else. your ass. Go yeah. eat. Go wash your ass. Yeah. <laughs> wash my ass. I wish people would stop glorifying like pain for their art because it's bullshit. Pain for their art. Pain, like oh, pa- like not, pain. not not sleeping, not eating, and like pain. E- pain, yeah, like not talking to their mom like dude call your mom back like yeah. If you take care of your body, take care of yourself, you'll be more creative because you're not you know, on edge, you're not like putting that pressure on yourself because you're already under physical pressure. Yeah. Then you're not going to be like, I have to finish this song so I can, no, like be comfortable as you, as you can. I, and, and go from there. I mean, do you make deadlines for yourself or anything? Yeah, you have to, you have to make 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 lists. Yeah. Make lists as often as you can, because then like it solidifies. It's like a way of manifesting it. Even if you haven't done it already, I'll make lists and then forget and then next thing I know, I'm like, oh, I actually did it on time. Like, I, I did it. So it's subconsciously in mm-hmm. the back of your head. Yeah. Like, I, I was going to say one thing. Do you have any labels you're looking at, like, that you might want to just release, like, non-exclusive stuff through? You know what I mean? Ninja like, Tune, if you're listening. Ninja, Ninja Tune. Tune, Stones Throw, ba- Brain Feeder are, like, my... That's tight. Yeah. It's cool that you mentioned Georgia because her drummer, Ronaldo, plays on my first EP. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. nice. That's tight. First yeah. And some on the second as well, but yeah. He's, George is a beast. She is. She's. We're going to go ahead and take that soundbite and make that an Instagram story. And then you're going to go, what? You're going to take that video for the Instagram story of you saying that. You're going to get everybody to send it to, to that label. Yeah, just blow them up and they're going to be like, who blow them up. is this? Yeah. <laughs> I definitely think you could get on there. No doubt. Like, have you, Over time, have you seen the demos? Like, did they accept demos? Yeah. Or? I remember with Ninja Tune at one point, they were like, you have to send it. Like, it was a really complicated process where you had, you could only send like vinyl. What, vinyl? At one point. This was years ago. Damn. Whoa. Like, you had to send like an actual like hard copy. Yeah, you you got to send you, a cassette in. Yeah. Now they take MP3s, but there was one point where like you couldn't send like digital copies unless I read that wrong. But... I remember looking at it and I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm not going to send them anything. Like I a vinyl? Like you have to call up a printing press yeah, vinyl I'm like, and like, you get them printed? Yeah. I've always wanted to do that, like make an album because I found like sites that do like 200 vinyls for like uh, 500 a price, bucks or yeah. something. I was like, I'm about to make my own album because no matter what, somebody out there is going to be like, yeah, I have to buy this. It's on vinyl because yeah. it's vinyl if you, head. If you, you can know? find a label that will, that will pay for vinyl, yeah. like that means you're doing something right because that means it's going to sell. Like they're not going to, people don't just print out vinyl like no that. exactly no. it's expensive it's, it's expensive, super I don't, I, so if you find a label that's willing to invest in that that means you're doing something right but um with, 
That's why I like DJ House's label because he only does vinyl. He doesn't release. No, digital. not not all labels are like that. But but um, I'm like I said before with with these kinds of labels, I really like them just because they're it's filled with artists that I already highly respect. Yeah, for sure. And I would love to work be with in that collective. Yeah, just be in that collective because I know that would put me on you another. Get some dope sounds yeah, too. Like, I'll, hey, I'll here's learn a new so kick. much and. A lot of it's just because I want to learn from these people so bad, and I want to work with them, and and that's really more why I reach yeah, for them. Yeah, that's my dream to be on like I mean, a label yeah. that I love. There's yeah, because so I mean, labels. yeah, you can like go to Atlantic or Capital, and that's cool. Like it's whatever works for you, but like I want to be with people that I I really feel like are family. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like I said before, like Mad Zoo is is not necessarily like yeah, it feels like family. Like it's it's people that I can talk to and. How many and, people are on Madzu? I don't know. And the cool thing the cool thing about the group chat is like it's a lot of kids that like aren't necessarily releasing on it, but they're just dope producers. And they and we'll just share Oh, okay. Yeah. So are you talking about the about the group on Facebook? Yeah, our little group chat on Twitter. We have a oh, nice. Madzu group chat. But uh yeah, like it's just I, I kinda tuned it out because uh I got a little overwhelmed. But I still talk to everyone individually. I'm like, hey, can oh, you, yeah, for can, sure. you, can you listen to my uh-huh. Can you roast this? This. Yeah, it. but yeah, it's, it, that's <laughs> the new one. Yeah, labels. Dope, man. Ninja Tune, please sign me. Dope, dope. Good stuff, man. Cool. Well, thank you so much for being on. Thank you guys Seriously. for having me. Yeah, really thank cool. you. We always thank our guests, man, because like the, the thing about this podcast is like it really means a lot to us. When people come out and they're willing to spend some time with us. You know what I mean? And kind of because ultimately our goal with this is to get people to know you too behind because people can look at your Instagram, they can look at your it's not the same. Twitter. It's not the same as actually hearing you speak and see, seeing your philosophies on things. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's and always I mean, different. This isn't the entirety of me. Like. Yeah. Oh I no. Think, like I, I think it's really funny that people are like, they see how I am online. Yeah. And I'm very like, like bubbly. Yeah. But like I get pissed quick over things like because I'm very controlling. Yeah. And like it shows if you if you're like a really close friend of mine you just you see how controlling and like I have to have order in things. Yeah. And I have to have them go a certain way and if they don't then I'm like, distraught. But. <laughs> I mean, no, it's good. It's good to have this sort of thing because then, we, I like I said, I love talking about just workflow and thought process. It's gonna help a lot of people too who uh, tune in. It helped me tonight. Look, look what I learned. You know about the building, like the composition kind of at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then even if it's not a full, yeah, like, different track all the way through, you still have your three yeah. parts. I was wondering how Anthony would. I would record at Anthony's house, and I'd just do little bits, and then he'd send me a full track later in the day, and I'm like, what? And he's like, it's literally just copy and paste, bro. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Good to know. we're going to go ahead and put all your information in the description for this video and also in the podcast. So Sweet. if you guys want to hit her up, uh, oh, you want to you want to just let people know real quick where they can find you? Uh, yeah. Olin, O-L-A-N sound is my my handle on everything, including Tinder. Nice. Good shit. Tinder. I'm kidding. I don't have a Tinder. <laughs> shit, Tinder. <laughs> but, uh, right. but yeah, that's my plug for everything. Cool. Dope. I guess that kind of wraps everything up, man. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Thank, you, thank guys. you guys for tuning in and we'll see you guys on the next morning dinner. Yeet. Later, y'all. Every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen, in the goddamn refrigerator. I sure am hungry.